Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Walter Fisher, the partner of Trouton & Pepper. Thank you for being here today, Walter. Thank you, Abby. I appreciate the opportunity to meet you and speak with you. Reputation for finding win-win outcomes on deals. How do you accomplish this? And what is a great example of that success in Charlotte? Well, my personal approach and really our firm's approach to uh, the practice of commercial real estate is to focus really relentlessly on and serve the best interests of our clients. And from my vantage point and that, fortunately, of my clients, that means looking for win-win scenarios. Our clients don't see commercial real estate transactions as a zero-sum game. They're always looking to make sure that it is uh, ultimately something that everyone walks away from feeling good. And sometimes that happens and uh, occasionally it doesn't, but that is what the starting point that we have. Uh, My personal objective is to be perceived as a deal maker. That was drummed into me really from the earliest days of my practice now, 35 plus years ago. I try never to ask an opposing party or opposing counsel for something that I would not uh, perceive as an appropriate ask if I were in his or her shoes. And uh, again, that has been a very good uh, golden rule from my vantage point. Uh, Fortunately, uh, again, I think I'm perceived in that way because I approach that uh, generally. Another guiding tenet of my practice, uh, and again, I think of our firm, is really focusing on teamwork and collaboration. And that is really a focus both internally in terms of our uh, building a team to serve our clients, but it really transcends that. It relates to the relationships we have with our clients who fortunately, by and large, perceive us as an integral part of their team. We're treated really as teammates very much in the same way as if we sat in the same offices they sit in. But even beyond that, we try to approach uh, the practice of commercial real estate with opposing counsel and with their clients in a team-oriented way. Again, some some dynamics are uh, easier to make that happen in than others, but uh, generally uh, my my sense is that that bringing that viewpoint uh, is very, very helpful. Deals across the country where other markets are also booming. How does the Charlotte market compare nationally? Yeah, that's uh, something that I've actually pondered a number of times uh, during the last couple of years as we battled uh, the uh, challenges that uh, COVID has brought. And it's my vantage point, from my vantage point, Charlotte uh, compares extremely favorable with other markets that the clients I serve are heavily involved in. And those are uh, the I-4 corridor in Florida, the uh, uh, Orlando and Tampa markets principally, Atlanta, Nashville, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, in Denver. Uh, while each of those markets has its own unique characteristics and they're all robust in their own way, Charlotte is more than holding its own in the current environment. And really, there's a confluence of factors that I think contribute to that. Uh, the excellent transportation factors that uh, relate to Charlotte, the interstates that cross in Charlotte, Interstate 77 and uh, Interstate uh, 85, the 
relatively close proximity to other interstates, I-40 about an hour north of Charlotte and I-26 an hour and 15 minutes to the south of Charlotte, uh, the world-class international hub that we have at our airport, Charlotte Douglas Airport, and uh, more recently, a light rail system that uh, has really provided a lot of vitality and frankly, great transportation options for folks who live and work in Charlotte. And that transportation uh, option was expanded just two to three years ago to make it a longer and uh, and more useful tool. Uh, we're very close to a large portion of the U.S. population. Uh, we have a wonderful climate and easy access to the mountains and beaches and so many tremendous world-class uh, cultural uh, opportunities in Charlotte. Uh, so those are a few of the things that I would note. And I, I could go on and speak about Charlotte uh, almost endlessly, but, uh, but those are things that I would certainly put at the top of the list. Sir, you focus your practice on multi-state and multi-tenant transactions, areas of commercial real estate that have seen a boom in Charlotte over the last few years. With the increased interest and investment pouring into these types of deals, how have you had to become more creative in your methods of handling the increased number of transactions and client demand? That, that is uh, top of mind for me and probably for many other professionals in the real estate market uh, in the current environment. Uh, we have grown our team physically in Charlotte, the number of people physically sitting in the Charlotte office. Uh, we're almost 20 attorneys uh, who practice real estate on a full-time basis currently. Uh, that's in addition to a cohort of a dozen or so attorneys in other offices of our firm, principally on the Eastern Seaboard, but some on the West Coast who are uh, also uh, helping us to staff deals. Um, as the question acknowledges, the velocity and volume of commercial real estate transaction really has only increased during the, uh, the last two to three years. And uh, so we've employed a number of strategies to try to meet the needs of our clients. Uh, recruiting is one of those, as I've already said, uh, we've been successful in doing that both at the entry level and at the lateral level, but it is one of the hottest markets that I've experienced in my 35 plus years of practice. Uh, we also are staffing deals now uh, with folks that we're hiring in other markets, but who are going to work principally with clients that are based in uh, Charlotte and work that originates in Charlotte. And recently we've hired uh, colleagues who sit in our Boston office and our Atlanta office who will do just that. And so that has given us some additional bandwidth and candidly the work from home in uh, remote work environment of the last couple of years has expedited, I think, the adoption of viewpoints that make that a more practical or accepted uh, alternative. Um, we are uh, uh, routinely working with colleagues now in Atlanta, Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, Harrisburg, Princeton, New York, and San Diego on projects for clients that originate in the Charlotte office. Um, while we were already very effective in training and uh, equipping our colleagues to provide great, efficient services to our clients, we've redoubled our efforts in that regard. We have really uh, made our efforts in terms of teaching specific skills that are vital to uh, our clients, and in some cases, client-specific skills, a priority, and that has paid great dividends for us and our clients. And so we've been 
focused on that uh, relentlessly during this period as well. And I have to say technology has played a significant role. While I know that many folks uh, malign the use of virtual meeting technologies, it really has been for us a lifesaver, both in our relationships with our clients. Frankly, I've seen my clients in a real, real-time way more during the last two and a half years than I saw them in the two and a half years before that when we were communicating primarily by phone, but it also has allowed us to foster the relationships internally and to develop the team approaches to our client service. So that uh, is another factor that, that, that has been critical for us. It is considered by some to be a good hedge against inflation. Given the inflationary environment and the uncertainty in terms of whether it's transitionary or not, how are you approaching deals? both on the acquisition side as well as the sales side, and secondarily, how are leases being used to protect investments? Well, candidly, our clients are very sophisticated, and so they're not generally looking to us for analysis that really is focused on the uh, use of real estate as a uh, inflationary uh, protection or hedge. It is clear to me that it has been that during this period, uh, and uh, there are uh, numerous institutional investors, in fact, probably every institutional investor is focusing on real estate as a significant component of their investment portfolios because it is perceived as uh, being a safer investment, perhaps protecting against the inflationary pressures. So we certainly have seen that uh, happen. Um, we uh, we are uh, uh, focusing on uh, providing services to our clients as they meet that. And most of our clients are uh, developer clients. In some cases, they're investors, but providing services that uh, will allow them to meet that need. And those types of services include uh, fund formation. We've worked on a very complicated uh, fund that uh, is a foreign fund, principally funded by foreign investment uh, monies uh, that uh, is seeding a new initiative for one of our clients currently that was just announced in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, and it's uh, going to be, I think, a continuing focus as we move forward that uh, we, we, we be uh, focused on the opportunities to uh, provide those services to our clients. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.